0: Sometimes, stories are just for fun. Sometimes, we just want to read about faraway places or stretch our imaginations and pretend we are a queen. But sometimes, the very, very old stories, like the one you heard today, sometimes they are trying to tell us what this life is really about. They're trying to tell us to pay attention to the important stuff. I think the story of the mother who lost her son and then brings him back to life is one such story. It's a story about what it's like to lose heart, to feel lost, to feel lonely, and wonder how to make a whole and happy life out of what you've got. How do we rise up from the places of our forgetting and remember living. This is what the story of resurrection from the Kalevala, a book of very old stories from Finland, tells us. It tells about this life journey, this journey that will happen over and over again in your life. It's not an infrequent experience to wake up one morning and sense that something is missing, that there's something wrong, that this life you've fallen into doesn't work anymore, that you've lost some important part of yourself, or you've been approaching someone or some situation as one big struggle, and you know it has to change. This is the beginning, says the story. You have to notice that something is wrong, that something is missing. I bet a lot of you have lost a favorite toy or have left your favorite blanket somewhere and you don't realize it at first, but when you do, you have to find it. You have to. You, yeah, you (laughs) cry, you carry on, and no substitute will suffice. No other blanket can take the place of your favorite one. Am I right? Mm -hmm. That toy, that blanket, is like a part of you. It's like the beloved missing child was part of the mother. So what do you do? You have to find it, and you will be dogged in your search. You'll crawl through the grass like a wolf. You'll sniff it out like a bear, like a badger, determined in your digging. All kinds of messy, wild things will come alive in you. And still, you won't find what's missing by yourself. You have to ask questions. You will have to ask directions. You will need people around you who understand the meaning of your search and are willing to tell you the truth. I once asked a Buddhist priest, why do we meditate? And she answered, Meditation is the way of moving beyond the finite of our storyline and realize that we are part of an infinite storyline which connects us all in a powerful mystery. Those series of questions asked by the mother of the tree, the road, the sun, speaks to this part of the journey that in order to find our lost one, we must somehow, by some path, by some questions, move beyond our finite understanding of the situation into a broader understanding, the infinite places of connection and mystery. It is the son who understands the mother's search and tells the truth as hard as it may be. And the truth is, the child is dead. The child is dead. This is hard news indeed. But like so many stories in the holy books, or in books you read at home, or in movies you've watched, this is not the final answer. It's not the place to give up. Do you remember in Frozen? Frozen, that's not the end of the the story, when the sister dies, and it's not the end of the story here. The mother grieves this hard, hard news, but she does not stop. She doesn't give up. Instead, she finds the proper tool for her search, a rake. A rake of karmic proportions because the river of Tuonela, the great unconscious, the place of shadows where the lost one lies, is a place that is deep and wide. And the tool you use must meet the task. It's not a hammer to pound. It is not a wrench to twist. It is not a net that draws all things up together. It's a rake, a rake. To scrape along the river bottom, snagging bits and pieces, here and there, a hand, a shirt, a rib, a sheaf of grain, that surprising grace-filled thing that doesn't seem to belong, and yet that is the key. And then it's up to you to knit it all together, to weave, to connect. But the final healing ointment, my friends, that thing that brings and breathes life back into being is honey. Honey is this magical, sweet thing. It is the product of the body and spirit of flowers metabolized with the body and spirit of the bee. Honey is a form of art. And the honey bee is the artist. The artist that the mother calls on to fly into the heavens and do its thing. Take the stuff of life, ingest it with the stuff of spirit, and create something that is holy. A living, breathing, speaking life. A living, breathing life is more than assembling parts and pieces. We are invited to be artists of life, to sculpt new beginnings, to sing into joy, to dance with grief, to put heaven and earth in our mouths and cook it, cook it until it becomes honey on our tongue. On this Easter Sunday, we remember that resurrection is not simply life after death. Resurrection is something we practice all the time. It is the beloved life we find inside of life. May it be so, and amen.